0: Like it's fuck you, pain. Hi, my name is Heather, aka Stony Baloney, and this is the Stony Baloney Podcast. If you're expecting anything from this podcast, don't. But if there's one thing you will learn about me, is you never know what stony you're gonna get. This is the journey of one spicy, sarcastic entrepreneur who came out of her cannabis closet and has been blazing through life ever since. As a multi-passionate person who has lived from one coast to another, I know there's more to life than just a nine to five grind. I hope to inspire others to try new things no matter how old you are, start doing things you love and turn them into your side hustles, and to simply stop giving a book how others want you to live your life. Today's episode is going to be called The Airing of Grievances, and thank you so much. I have Scott today. Hi. He is my... Uh, puppet master <laughs> and yes,
1: pulling the strings
0: i would not want to close out the 2023 year with anyone else so thank you for joining me thank today you. um i got lost on my way here i tried to get here on the back roads aka the city not 490 i went like 25 minutes past here i don't oh, know how that happened but it's not the first time that's happened to me. Not that long ago, I put in Parnell Drive, and it was the wrong one. And it was like 45 minutes away, and I didn't realize until like, I was at the destination. You would think you would start to put things together if you live somewhere, and you're nowhere close to there. <laughs> um, but how was your holidays? Holidays overall
1: were good. There we had some bad things happen in my family. Um <clears throat> I don't want to go into it in for, for your show and bring people down, but anyway, uh the total outcome is positive-ish. It's not as let's just say it could have been worse. For so sure we had a little bit of scare for my family down in Florida, but other than that, uh pretty much everything was pretty much chill. I have uh I got a hold of a of a a digital projector and we set up a screen at my house and so we watched movies Sick. christmas eve we watched movies off the projector my son brought his little uh his sound set up and so it was like we we're in a theater because we usually go to the theater on on christmas eve but this year we didn't
0: that's and, uh, fun yeah so we watched that's a memory. The, the polar
1: express and like all these other movies um The wife gave me a gummy, so I was enjoying
0: myself. (laughs) Sick. I love that she has gummies. I'm sorry that you had the rough stuff, too. I feel this time of year, bad stuff happens. Like, it's always everyone's supposed to be happy for these New Year's resolutions, and bad things always happen around the holidays. I don't know if it's all the extra energy around or what.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So I have this quote from The Wonder Years, which is one of my favorite shows ever. And I'm going to read it real quick. Um, You start out life with a clean slate. Then you begin to make your mark. You face decisions, make choices. You keep moving forward. But sooner or later, there comes a time where you look back over where you have been and wonder who you really are. Mm. Um. This Christmas was emotional for me, and I don't know why um I've been doing rovers lately, so Christmas I actually had to go watch a dog three times a day and I was watching a cat in Leroy. The dog was in West Henrietta, like Scottsville, so I all weekend I was just driving around like crazy, and I think it got me thinking of just being a kid at Christmas and my son is five, so it's still kind of new doing the whole kid thing. And let's be honest, every year of being with your child, you you access a new level. It's different because mm-hmm. um, you're growing and they're growing. So I just started getting really down and sad about how I miss like my grandparents and the traditions that I used to do. Yeah. Um, we only do some of those now. And then I went into this deep dive of, well, someday I'm going to look back at this time with my cats and my dog and my husband and Harry. And I love this time. And I think we get so stuck in what we miss in repetitive and, you know, even shows. We continue to watch the same ones for comfort and we miss out on things that are currently going on in life.
1: Yeah, that's I'm I'm right there with you and it's not um something that I I had the same thing going on this year. This was the first year that all because I have three kids. My oldest is 20, then 19 and then 16. And this was the first year where we know this my youngest was not like on board with the santa and the elf oh, on the shelf you know what i mean like we we got her all the way till she was 15 maybe 14
0: damn that's a lot
1: and 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 she could have just been humoring us because i'm pretty sure the older kids ruined it for her years ago but i don't know yeah they were really good because they knew how my my wife super bowl is is hold on let me say that again christmas is kelly's super bowl so she says it she said it A couple of days before Christmas, she's like, it's my Super Bowl and I'm going to win again because she (laughs) loves to give gifts. That's she doesn't care about getting any kind of presents. She just loves to give presents. And sometimes it's really hard for her to wait till Christmas. It'll be like the 18th. and She's like, you want to open up one of your presents? I'm like, no, I want to wait. She's like, oh, but I think because they know how important it is to her, they kind of hung on for a little while longer. Um, But I was with you on that. I just had some some really uh, nostalgia, some just nostalgia about wow. For me, Christmas just isn't the same. It, the 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 magic of the holidays is, and I and I feel bad. And it got me thinking exactly what you're thinking is that I need to stop with that thought because I'm missing what's going on now. And ten years from now, I'm going to look back and go, why was I so busy worrying about ten years ago from there? And so I missed this year. It's just, it's crazy, but it's kind of like part of our human nature to, to look back and be like, Oh, this is how it used to be. This is how it used to be.
0: Somebody, I was reading, uh, I don't know. I was fucking looking at something (laughs) and I was supposed to write it down for the podcast. It's kind of like full circle of everything, but it was about like the future and if it's possible to go into the future because um, i've been kind of trying to go in a deep dive in the cia files to see if there's anything about um i know there's things especially with the ufos and aliens that they're finding that there may be different uh you know what i'm trying to say like
1: time travel
0: um i don't know you talking about
1: like like roswell and area 51 and all that top secret uh
0: Like, there might be, I don't know, I'll have to figure it out, but basically someone was like, if there is a way to, like, travel in the future, why would you want to go there? And I was like, oh, shit, because I get into these deep dives, and then I start, like, going into those spirals of, man, I wish I was still a kid and could go to my grandma's house and, you know, have my cousins over and everything like we did, but... It's kind of like the same thing. Why do you keep going to the past? So I think that's an important lesson. Um, you know,
1: my- Einstein proved that you can travel. You can travel into the future. You just can't travel into the past.
0: I've been trying to read more of his stuff as theory. I go into these little deep dives. Uh, but my grandma and I this year were talking about things and um kind of talking about, like, how other people had, like, a hard time growing up and stuff like that, and I think I'm the black sheep in my family, for sure, um, <laughs> and everyone else in my family, I feel, is very reserved, and uh, I lied. <laughs> I lied. This year was the year of the prime rib. <laughs> it's like a Seinfeld episode every time, Um, so this year was definitely the year of the prime rib. But I was thinking, like, I was a really sad kid growing up. I was not happy where I was. Um, And that's not my parents' fault or anything. But I think that not everybody can live together. Um, Hmm. My parents are in my life every day. um, For as much as we butt heads, that's surprising to some people, I think. (laughs) But... And I like, listen, I get it from them. I'm just like both of them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, I'm very independent. I have my weird things. I have OCD, um, but they, I just wasn't happy. And I think there should be more options for kids when they're not happy where they are. Um I know there's other things like if say children are going through some terrible terrible things, um, but even those put kids in danger. I feel like, uh, but I feel on both sides of my family, everybody treated me like I just had it like so good, and I looking back at that that now bothers me more, and I think about it more now that I have a kid. Cause it's me watching him, but then me kind of thinking back on watching myself as a kid and Mm -hmm. it brings up memories. Uh, So that was something that was deep, definitely too deep for how fucking high I am right now. But
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm impressed that you were able even to express even part of that.
0: I know as high as you are. Scott fucking got high off the fumes I walked in on today. Oh, uh gosh. but that's what the holidays were for me is a lot of fucking thinking and it made me sad but i was doing these rovers i but watch what's a rover
1: is that what is a rover s-
0: pet sitting
1: oh pet sitting okay
0: yes so
1: so when you let me just before you get down that road so i and you mentioned it before so you someone hires you to come and watch their cat why would you watch a cat cats don't need to be watched
0: Um, So this kitty is very affectionate and I understand because I have multiple cats. So you might want somebody. No one has asked me to scoop litter. I don't know if I'm supposed to do that.
1: Um, If you need to, if the litter box is like really crazy overflowing, then you, I would guess that you would do that. Right.
0: Yeah. So my friend suggested scoop it and then clean it the day before they come back. This guy has been gone for like 10 days um
1: okay so you just have to like check in on the cat once feed the cat a cat once a day yeah okay
0: and then i had it
1: in my mind that you were like sitting there on the couch like
0: well so you're like supposed to be there for a certain amount of time so really? most people will book half an hour visits so yes i'm just chilling on the floor playing with the cat for half an hour making ah, sure they're all cool. fed and stuff i'm an animal person so yeah, i love that giant. However, I fall asleep to forensic files every night, so I get fucking like freaked out. We're kindred
1: spirits. Do you know that? (laughs) Let me. I'm going to see if I can show you this because, first of all, my wife and I, and I'm I'm totally getting you off track, and I apologize. But my wife and I, my wife and I are big time murder show freaks, and I don't know if you could see, but forensic files. That's what I watch. I watch Forensic Files, Forensic Files Two, A Perfect, uh, the Perfect Murder, um, all these different kinds of shows, and that's what Hulu? we watch all the time. These are on Prime, but there's some on Hulu. There's some on Netflix. Netflix, but Prime and uh, the ID, you know, ID channel, the Discovery ID, whatever.
0: So Pluto and Hulu have like the live TV things on them. Mm-hmm. I love Pluto because it's all the old shows like Nine Hundred Two One Zero and the old MTVs and shit. Yeah um but they have the forensic file channels so i just like leave that shit on does
1: it have ads
0: pluto does not but it does have once in a while it'll do like the the break yeah but it's not like a commercial i actually like those screens better than the commercials
1: yeah yeah
0: um but with that being said I get fucking spooked, but I'm prepared. Like, I do a lot of wandering by myself in parks and random woods and shit like that. Um, Like, I love woods behind cemeteries. I don't think people realize the parks that are behind cemeteries. Um, So, like, I could get shot or something someday. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And I... uh, I'm saying fuck because I feel really bad because my friends just lost someone in their family. They got shot um in trio which is somewhere we would go to all the time and it's like that shit it's it's so fucking sad but when i'm on these rovers i'm in the woods in like black creek park yesterday And I get nervous going on those woods trails because I feel like there's so many hunters and country land back there. You have no idea, like, who's going to be just playing around in the woods or something. And it travels.
1: Yeah. And you got to hope that because you can't you can't just hunt anywhere. There's specific places and you have to be a certain, you know, distance away from civilization and from towns and stuff. So you got to just kind of hope that there's nobody if there is anybody out there they're not supposed to be out there you know what i mean so your your chances of that happening are are low but
0: well i'm always like this out there well that's good and so i was having trouble with the keys for this door and i'm not supposed to have the number to like get the the thing because the master keys to the whole apartment thing are there but his keys weren't working i had to have my friend come over and help me get in He realized the keys didn't work either, and the kid was like, well, that's weird because they worked for my ex-girlfriend. So then I was like, well, great, now there's an ex-girlfriend. I'm going to be fucking sitting on the floor with a cat. She's going to come over here because she's got the keys. (laughs) And, um, of course, all these scenarios go in my head. So yesterday, I... Because I'm not supposed to have the keys, I like want to put them back right away. So I get in the house. There's a door, there's stairs, and then there's a door that goes in. So I'm at the bottom door to go out and it's locked and I don't remember locking it. So I'm like, all right, this is already creving me out. I could not get out the fucking door. I was shaking the handle. I was trying to turn the knob thing. Um, There was pliers or something literally right there, which is weird. So I know the kid's been having trouble with his lock and his door, but you go into straight panic mode. And I call my husband. I said, I can't fucking get out. I'm fucking trapped. He's like, there's no other door. I said, no, this is it. (laughs) And uh, totally panic mode. Finally, I got it open. And I was shaking so bad for an hour after that. And it's funny looking at it now, but in that moment, you don't know. Like, someone could have been fucking stalking me. You, I don't know these people, and I'm just fucking chilling in their house. Like, you don't know who these people may have done wrong. You don't know who may be just, like, you're in an area you're not familiar with. I don't know. I think the rovers are kind of scary sometimes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and you you probably get in your own head and it just Thousand. starts compounding and getting worse and the next thing you know you're in full panic mode and you probably don't really have a reason to be
0: i mean it doesn't help that i smoke a few of these bad boys before <laughs> i go and that's for sure
1: oh, man. so one of the one of the reasons why i don't smoke anymore um is that i would always just my heart would race and it would just like it was so bad that I just cu- I couldn't take it. It made me so nervous, and it, and it would snowball from there. I would start to get paranoid. I'd start to get, and I know that there's different strains and different leaves and all this other kinds of things. So that you, you know, some people say, well, that one's bad because it makes you paranoid, or this one gives you the munchies. And I don't care. I've smoked many different kinds. Now I'm talking about going back before there was craft weed. You know, we're talking about regs off the street you buy from the guy at the at the quickie mart. So who knows what the hell that stuff was,
0: but uh, I I've had some stuff that was
1: supposed to be good, but no matter what I smoke, I, it still happens. I get heart racing and I want to eat everything.
0: That's me right now, Scott. You just described me right now.
1: <laughs> That's why I can't smoke anymore.
0: So I consider it a challenge. Um, like Wegmans the other day, uh, before we went in, we didn't have Harry. So I was like, I'm going to smoke before we go in um kenny's outside standing in the rain like why did why wouldn't you just wait in the car or go inside (laughs) (laughs) um so i was high as shit and we knew like everybody within like two seconds and i was like we can't grocery shop i don't have the mentality for it right now (laughs) so we did not we just got a couple things and we got the fuck out of there um but that does happen to me um so Going back to these rovers real quick, I think the animals that I lost this year sent my first clients to me because the first dog looks like my Baji boy, who was the office dog that I bonded deeply with, and I have him tattooed on my arm. Oh. Um Baji, this first dog—it's not the same kind of dog. Baji was a not a, a border collie, I think, um, and this dog is a corgi. 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 Corgi.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, corgi <laughs> sounds like some dog shit. Um, <laughs> so the corgi, corgi is looks like Baji. But they're obviously two very different dogs, and they have, like, the same eyes, the way that they, like, look at me. So it was like, and she does these things, and I'm like, dude, this is fucking Baji saying hi. And then this cat I'm watching is my Tony, who I also have tattooed on me. Tony Soprano, bitch. (laughs) Um, that's not even the camera. It's just the screen I'm showing it to. <laughs> um, this cat is just like Tony, and Tony's an m- exotic Miami cat. He's got like this whipper tail. Um, he just looks iso- ex- exotic, exotic. Um, so it's really weird because I do think that um, I've been going into this deep dive of my great grandma. We might have talked about that last time, and. Maybe not. Um, and I'm finding out all this stuff about her. Like, we look very much alike, which is super creepy. Even back in the day, like, pictures of her from the 40s, she's got, like, this dark black hair. Um, and so she must have dyed it, because I don't think her hair was naturally that dark, which it was rare to dye her hair like that back then. Uh, but anyway... My grandma and I were going through these Christmas boxes, and I wanted some ornaments from, like, that I can have of hers to pass down. And we're going through these boxes, and she was about to, like, toss this box to the side. I decided to put my hand down there just to see if there was anything left. And I found a picture of my mom, my grandma, my great-grandma, my sister, me. And, um, it's rare that I have pictures with my great grandma. So I was like, that's grunting. She's telling me that like, I'm on the right path of connecting with her. Cause I've been doing all that spiritual shit lately.
1: You know, you just being uh, so you met your great grandma before.
0: Yes. Yeah, so See, that's, that's,
1: that's really impressive to me because I think it's nowadays, I think maybe more people are being able to you know see their greats um and maybe it was too back then i don't know it's as people stay alive longer it's more possible like my i looked up my great-grandparents they were long gone before anybody you know my my grandparents both of my grandfathers were gone uh, when i was two in, well- the, in the mid-70s
0: Brian was rocking the cradle, a.k.a. my dad, because my mom's 10 years younger than him. Nice.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: And my grandma's 10 years older than him. So that's, I always joke around. I think I said it to my grandma the other day, like.
1: he could have went either way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Take the mom
1: or the daughter.
0: That's hilarious. Dude, I could never even picture it. My I could tell my dad is ten years older than my mom, but at the same time they balance each other out perfectly. Um so I had have a big opportunity for the deli.
1: This is awesome.
0: Um obviously I can't say what or who, but I definitely landed a big one. Um, and it's exciting that one of my first clients for the deli i'm not even open yet is going to be this one of the biggest names in the western new york finger lakes area
1: now can you say how you how you managed to pull this off or was it was it a little bit of luck and fate or was it some connections how'd that work
0: so one i know people (laughs) but two And I hate Facebook. Let me tell you, I hate it. I'm on there all the time, but it's because of work. And when I was starting my business, don't let me forget this. There's a reason I'm going here. Um, When I started my business, I got critiques from people how I did my marketing I do my marketing by being myself, and then people relate to me. So if I am putting out there all the time, like my little in Denver's people, that's not Denver. <laughs> um, Colorado? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if i'm putting that out there on facebook that means that always opens doors for opportunities for me so that's like the only reason why i haven't deleted and burned all my social medias. i hear you so basically somebody knows that i'm doing the deli um she's a friend and a client um not someone i see like all the time but you know she's coming for a spray tan and we have mutual friends Um, But also, when I worked at Panera, I used to cater for not the same company, but to the same place, doing something very similar. Uh, So, what I want to do isn't too popular for catering in the Rochester area, and I pretty much meet the needs for this client, and um, it's going to be pretty exciting.
1: I'm I'm really happy for you and I'm actually looking forward to next year because I am totally going to have you cater some stuff for us.
0: Um you are probably I'll bring in sandwiches for my podcast too. So you can look forward to that. Pay me in sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) Um but everyone keeps saying like when are you gonna open? And people were asking me over the holidays, like, well, you should have a business plan. Obviously I have a fucking plan. (laughs) And two I think people just expect us to just open the doors and it's not going to work like that. So my plan is I've started doing charcuterie boxes and once I we get all the licensing and shit we need, we get the kitchen inspected, I'm going full throttle into catering. I can handle a few thousand dollars in catering by myself. That's what I did at Panera. So I'm kind I'm setting up my catering structure It's based breakfast and lunches, um, and my main clientele will most likely be businesses. Um, And then that gives us time to start, you know, building slowly. We're able to get equipment. We're able to start getting some money in our pockets, and then we'll, over time, I mean, Kenny wants to do it soon. I'm pretty much going to be the catering person and Kenny is going to kind of like do the deli. Um, we're obviously going to have to hire people eventually. Um, so, and that's kind of how I want it. I love catering and I do would love to just walk into the cafe one day, see, you know, a line of people, people happy sitting at tables and, um, I have a, I have someone at the register and I have someone making sandwiches the way that I want them to be made and everyone's getting a great experience. I can hop on if I want to, or I go and I'm at shade or doing the other shit that I want to do. That's my goal. That's awesome. It's a good goal to have, but I wouldn't have had this opportunity if the things that didn't go this year went the way that they did. And I was talking about the deli a year ago when it originally went up for sale. And I told everybody, like, man, I really fucking want this deli. It would be perfect. It's not more so going to be a deli, but I like calling it a deli. <laughs> it's more going to be like a catering cafe kind of deal. Uh, okay,
1: Yeah, because I guess a deli means that you can go in and you can buy, a, you know, a pound of ham. And,
0: which and- you can. So we are going to have meat Um Most likely Boar's Head, but we're still looking at different options. Boar's Head was there before, and people, like, know that. So I feel like we kind of want to stick with the same thing. Um, But it was a big lesson this year, and I kind of got lost in the sauce for a while, having a consistent income. And a big part of Stony Baloney is not just getting stoned. Like, well, that is a big part of it, but... (laughs) it's also about just being happy with who you are and doing what you do so I'm doing the rovers right now not all of them are great but I also don't really have to deal with people too much of course you have to like talk to the homeowners and whatever um but I got spray tans I got yoga um it's the season where I'm going to start getting busy for spray tans again. I'm going to have the catering catering. I feel like it's going to be something I do mad early in the morning until like one in the afternoon, but you can get let go from a job. It might not be perfect. You probably aren't going to find the job that you want to do right away. Um, If you're not looking, not everyone wants to open a business, but, there's ways to do life without being stuck in a building for 8 to 12 hours a day.
1: Yeah, not everybody can deal with the whole entrepreneurial lifestyle.
0: For sure. You
1: know, it, it, it takes a certain kind of person. I know for a while, I come from a long line of entrepreneurs. My Both my brothers, my dad, my uncles, they all had their own businesses. and. It's something that I've always wanted, but I had to get through quite a few years of working for other people before I could be ready to do it myself Yeah, because I needed to learn all of the ways not to do stuff, (laughs) you know, it was, uh, but I'm, I'm grateful that I did. And just like in 2008, I was working at an advertising company down in Rochester and we had just moved to to New York, uh, to Rochester. And, um, 11 months after I was hired there, I got laid off that was when um gm tanked and we were working on the gm ad stuff yeah and i lost my job and we had just bought a house i, I thought i was like i made it i'm you know making good money i got a great job with a great future and boop, it was gone and i look back now and that's the best thing that could have happened in my life and it didn't feel like it at the time at the time it felt like the world was going to end yeah but i can trace back everything that i have right now everything that i've accomplished. I can trace it all back to that one time, that one event that split my trajectory. Yep. And it's 100%. I would never want to change it.
0: So we were actually driving home the other day and Kenny, we were were like looking at how nice this house is and we know the people in it. And Kenny said, yeah, they're probably loaded. And I said, you don't know that they could have had just like a really good year. Like the last two years, I made a lot of money more than I've ever had and I was just starting to get to a good point where I could actually, like, start saving money for the first time in 35 years. Right. Um, but I needed that experience to get structure because now it's like, well, this is what I was making a week. What am I going to do to make that every week? Um, and, and that's a good way to give yourself, a you know, when you are starting a business, you have to give yourself tasks in goals to accomplish, um, a business plan. But, um, yes, big opportunity. And speaking of, you know, getting laid off in places, I had an incident with Rudy Giuliani over the last couple weeks. (laughs) And this is just like
1: not the real Rudy Giuliani, (laughs) by the way, Um, someone whose name has been referred to as Rudy Giuliani.
0: They're both kind of in the same shit, though. (laughs) Um, But so this is what happened. My friend, her daughter put in her two weeks somewhere. And I was like, you know, good for you, because she wasn't happy. And she found somewhere that she was happy at. Um so I said, good, like, you know, were they were they sad or whatever? And she said no, and she said what the person she had to put her two weeks into said, <clears throat> Rudy. And I was like, that she's just gotta be a fucking cunt. She can't just <laughs> fucking shut the fuck up and be a human being for two seconds. Yeah. So the next day I was drinking my coffee and I was watching her mom's dogs this week, so it made me, like, think of what she told me the night before. So I decided to text my friend and her daughter in a group chat and say, hey, like, um, if so-and-so is mean or says anything smart today, I would just leave and then tell her I said she's a dirty fucking cunt, um, And then I realized that there was like a big R at the bubble. And I was like, no, (laughs) why is that? Say Rudy. Um, (laughs) So I have ties there. I'm not trying to start shit. It was an accident, but it was a lesson. And that lesson is... um, I got to say something I've been wanting to say, (laughs) but also if you're going to talk shit about somebody, (laughs) make sure you're not texting them. I will say though, I'm the kind of person that if I'm talking shit, you already know how I feel about you. So in most cases, I'm not going to be like freaking out, Yeah, but it's just because of the ties. Um random random little thought here but you know what pisses me off?
1: What pisses you off?
0: Besides Rudy, um when people release balloons for memorial.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm an animal animal person, I'm a nature person. If I see trees are getting knocked down for a development, I literally it crushes my fucking soul, makes me want to throw up and cry i blant balloons blanels blanels
1: yeah i hate when people release (laughs) blanels
0: i've gone to so many funerals where they do that and it kills me inside because i want to be like no why are you guys doing this i never do i've never released one yeah um I'm the one at like my son's preschool events where if a balloon's about to go off, I'm going to (laughs) dive to try and save it from going. Um, But I really wish people would stop doing that, especially when you see 30 of them going up at once. Um, It takes hundreds of years for one balloon to biodegrade.
1: And that also depends on the balloon. It could take longer than that.
0: Which brings me to this. Do you know anything about Antarctica? (laughs) Uh,
1: Not off the top of my head, besides the fact that it's cold and I think there's penguins there. That's about it.
0: So I've TikTok. This is why I love TikTok, because it's like a I feel like Reddit and TikTok are the platforms that people finally had to come out with their conspiracy theories. (laughs) And I know people automatically are like, you know, you're crazy conspiracy theorist, blah, 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 blah. But it's not wrong to keep an open mind to explore and look how many things that they discover even now. Like back in the 60s, people just automobiles were still kind of new to people. And it was like, you're lucky if you had a vehicle in um, a nice vehicle. And um. What was I... Oh, Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> Help me, Scott. Um, so where was I going with that, Scott?
1: I don't know. We we talked about how long it takes balloons, and some balloons take longer to biodegrade than others. And then you said, do you know anything about Antarctica? And I said, no, besides penguins, and it's cold. You were going to talk about the earth TikTok. or something, right? You are going to talk TikTok, <laughs> t- conspiracy theory...
0: yeah yeah so i definitely lost my thought this is what happens (laughs) um but i've been getting into these holes um of the oh yeah keeping your mind open and shit i don't fucking know but anyway (laughs) apparently i just learned this the other day but there's like an ice wall in antarctica do you know about this ice wall
1: yeah and it's it's coming down right
0: it's starting to melt a little bit, but apparently no one's allowed to like explore past this ice wall. Um, and I guess it's because like ninety or ninety nine percent of the fresh water in the world is up there. I'm not yeah. sure if that's why it's it. Yeah. Um, so what's the other one percent? Finger Lakes.
1: I mean, Finger Lakes, Great Lakes, not Finger Lakes, but Great Lakes. And there's a lot of yeah, the Great Lakes are the are the the biggest uh, freshwater. Lakes, and plus all the uh, the various aquifers and stuff. I don't know. What am I, a geologist?
0: The well, I know? here's the thing. <laughs> People are saying that old ancient maps show basically that the world is like flat. We're not going to go there. But basically show that the Earth is flat, but there's also more continents. Um, And... I know there are pieces of land that pop up, like uh, Madagascar. No, not Madagascar. You know what I'm talking about, Atlantis.
1: <laughs> the lost, the lost city of Atlantis.
0: <laughs> Is that a city?
1: <laughs> that's what they said. Yeah, that's.
0: Right. Um, but there's a theory that there's all these continents on the other side, and no one's allowed to go over there. On the so other side of what? The ice wall.
1: What what is this like Game of Thrones? Like there's a big wall that nobody goes on the other side of and they don't know what's there.
0: You can't get past it. can you, I mean someone earth, well, so
1: this is now so now we're going into the whole idea that the earth is no longer round because if you go to the bottom of a ball, I don't have a ball here, but if you go to a bottom of a ball and there's a wall there, you can just go around the other side and you're now on the other side of the wall. Unless it's a wall that goes perfectly around the bottom to where there's something inside that you can't get into.
0: Yeah, that's Does that make weird. Sense? It does make sense. It also so apparently if the earth just came to a dead stop, it travels at 800 miles per hour.
1: I think we would die if the earth so came We
0: would through. all go flying as if you would if you hit <laughs> it
1: stopped short.
0: Uh like a car hitting a brick wall and the people flying out of the car it would be like that. I'm pretty sure si- like that's science. I think that would happen. Um but if the earth stops gradually, it wouldn't really affect us. I don't think affect us to the point where that we would like die right away or anything. Um, I'm sure it would fuck with life on the planet uh, because- well, this- I,
1: I think that uh, it would affect gravity. I think it would affect uh, our, our oxygen and the weather patterns and, and all that kind of stuff. Again, I learned this on
0: TikTok, so.
1: Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) So, but there's these videos and I feel you can't, even on YouTube, YouTube has a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like the dark web. But as far as when I'm trying to look up shows on past lives or reincarnation or any of that shit on TV, there's not a lot of shows like that. And it's crazy to me because there are so many people that are interested in this, like, the other side and whatever. Like, there's ghost shows, but nobody going deep into detail of how it's even fucking possible. (laughs) But I can't even find where people are, like if they had kids in the 1800s and they're telling us that the earth is 71 million years old. How the fuck do you know that? How do how do you know that? I don't care what you found. You literally cannot find any information on anybody in 1800. And Wait, say
1: that again. How do you know what?
0: Um, that the earth is 71 million years old.
1: Well, carbon testing can help create that, uh, get that number.
0: I don't fucking buy it. <laughs> Just.
1: I don't know if it's 71 million years. I don't know how old the earth is, but uh, yeah, I mean. So here here's the problem that I have with all of these TikToks and everything and, and, and people where you've got a dude who works at Wendy's. And No offense to anyone that works at Wendy's, but the dude's at Wendy's, and he's flipping burgers, or he's whatever he's doing, and he finds this thread on some subreddit that goes into detail about this, and then he takes his understanding of that and makes a video and puts it on TikTok. And it's like, okay, so all the scientists look at these things and they're laughing, they're like, okay, buddy, but... People like it. And so they grab onto it. It's like the whole flat earth thing. Come on. Really?
0: So this is how I look at it. When I was reading that book, who's to say the whole space is bullshit thing. Obviously I take pictures of the moon and stuff all the time. I know, I know the moon exists. Um, but you do kind of like, think about it. And why, why, like you would think there would be live streams of Earth more like of astronauts and Earth, their technology and stuff. It just you would think for how advanced we are to leave the atmosphere that we would have. I don't know. I don't.
1: Well, if you go even further with those uh, those conspiracy theories, we never did. We never visited the moon because it was all on a, on a, a stage and it was all faked.
0: So, (laughs) so I, I'm 50, 50, to be honest with you. Really? Only because I've never been to space and I probably will never be in space. So if I didn't see it from my own two eyes,
1: I've never been to Russia, but I'm pretty sure it's there.
0: Yes. (laughs) I mean, that's a good way of looking at it. That's a good way of looking at it. Um, I don't completely trust everything out there so well, that's
1: good you shouldn't ever completely trust everything out there i'm and- just
0: saying like flat earth maybe two <laughs> oh. percent <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right so let's let's pretend that this is the earth no, i'm just kidding
0: <laughs> um well okay so then i kind of went into this deep dive um thinking of things that are just out of control and crazy like weather warfare did you know that's a thing
1: uh yeah, I've weather warfare. I've heard of this. Um that's where people can do things to manipulate the weather to hurt other people somewhere.
0: Yes. I think we only did it one time to our knowledge. Um but apparently that is has been a thing and that's terrifying to think about too because when you worry about all the wars going on and There's a lot of wars going on in the world all the time. And I think we are just accustomed in our lifestyles because it's not on U.S. soil. People don't think about it or think that it really affects them. And in some countries, like it might not affect you, but there's other countries where it's going on that it could affect you someday. And you think about bombings and shit like that you don't think about oh is that just a normal cloud in the sky or is that gonna rain some fucking citric acid I think that's from an orange right yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but it's pretty crazy to think about that shit I think that's probably why a lot of people don't smoke weed because that's all I think about when I smoke weed um but speaking of weather, I am definitely afraid of thunder and lightning.
1: Well, I mean that that makes perfect sense. Thunder and well, not so much the thunder, but lightning. I mean, it can kill you. Thunder can't kill you.
0: So I think I'm more afraid of the thunder. I'm afraid to get struck for sure, but I'm afraid of the thunder. Sure, because um, it's a loud bang. My and- ears are sensitive.
1: And I mean, you're, you know, you have pets, the dogs, like when it's a thunderstorm, the dogs always like, they get close to you and they're shaking and they like want to hide.
0: Yes. You know, and the
1: cats are nowhere to be found when there's a bad, some thunderstorm, just like the fireworks and stuff, all that, those explosions, they can't stand (sighs) it.
0: I chased a dog at the fireworks this year in Chile. I ran so fast. That poor thing. I hope someone found it. Um... But it's it's the noise factor for me., yeah. and I think it took a long time, recently maybe, for me to realize that it's the sound for me. So sometimes I get really high, like last night, and I'll be sitting in my room and I don't know if I just like feel like the the heat or whatever like kick in or whatever. But sometimes I get so high and I'm afraid that something's gonna explode. Like at the gas pump, sometimes I freak out. And then I'm like, oh my God, I got to pump this quick and get my car and get the fuck out of here because this pump is going to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> so I should stop smoking weed. but um... <laughs> Or
1: maybe just stay home when you smoke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, I was sitting in my room and I thought the house was going to blow up. But that makes me think, do your fears connect to something that happened to you in a past life?
1: Ah, yes. I Are you familiar with... Uh... Brian Dr. Brian L. Weiss he did the uh, many many souls many masters uh, and it's heard of it I've listened to a lot of his audiobooks he's got tons of audiobooks it's all about past life regression um I'm really big into that and I just I bought a session for my wife and I past lives that we we I bought it last month, but we—they're booking so far out. It's not till February. But we're both gonna get a session of past life regression. That's so fun. A past lives regression session.
0: <laughs> I think um, I want to do that this year and go to Lilydale. Have you heard of Lilydale? Oh
1: yeah, no, I know. That's on my list. That's on my list. How far is Lilydale? It's like two, two, three hours from here.
0: Really? I thought it was outside of Buffalo.
1: So all right, so it's closer than that.
0: Okay, I I'm probably wrong. I took I no, drove past here 25 minutes today. No, you
1: you you were it's like I think like toward Jamestown and in that area west west of Rochester, west and south of what Rochester. It's it's probably only within an hour or so.
0: Jamestown. Where yeah. where's Jamestown?
1: Jamestown is is like right on the border of Erie, Pennsylvania and New York.
0: Okay, so I'm having like a deja vu moment with that, but as like past life experiences and stuff, I talk deeply how I feel I have a connection with uh, my great grandma, Mm -hmm. and I think she helps me on my spiritual journey. So I found out the other day, her house struck by lightning, not once, but fucking twice. Wow. Isn't that weird? That's rare um the other day and the spiritual journey I've been on a big part of it is like seeing signs and I'm sure like when you miss somebody in let's say uh butterflies reminds you of someone of course you're gonna attach and associate that person with butterflies and get emotional when you see butterflies so it's kind of like well what's in your head oops and what's not in your head and um I feel like somebody just did that to me. I feel like someone knocked my hand into the microphone and then knocked my elbow down off the counter. We're going to have to rewatch this. I'm not even fucking lying. Um, So There's been
1: some talk about uh, some sort of spirits in this this building. There's been talk.
0: I feel that. (laughs) I feel that.
1: And I personally don't like to talk about it because I'm here a lot, most Ah. of the time, by myself. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, so it's like. Seems like they're friendly. The signs, like, are they? Are you making it up because you want to believe it, or did it really happen?
1: So I'm I'm interrupting you again. I'm so, I'm sorry, but have you heard of Mama Medium? No. Mama Medium was a show on I want to say A and E, and Mama Medium is a woman named Jen Kanselme. She lived in Greece or Gates West oh. Side. Uh, for years she just recently moved out but she they did the show here uh and she came to the studio to do some voiceovers for some promos for Stop. A&E and she came in and I met her and it was all cool and um and she was in the in the recording booth uh laying down some voiceovers and all the lights went out and all the the computer monitors went out but the power was still on that's awesome. And I was like, what the hell? I was so confused. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? How is the power still on yet all this stuff is off? And she said, oh, that's just my energy.
0: That's crazy. My
1: energy can can cause disruptions in, in electronical gear.
0: Should I call her and have her come on the podcast? <laughs>
1: if you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where she lives now. She lives somewhere else. but
0: So with this cat I've been watching that reminds me of Tony... Uh, I've been talking to Tony a lot and um, I was in the shower and I saw like a bubble from the shampoo or something on the wall. And usually those bubbles, they'll like either drip down or they pop and disappear. Right. This bubble, I don't know why it caught my attention, but I like kept like going in closer to look at it and it looked like a paw, like straight up this bubble. It had the big bubble for like the big pad and then it had the little ones and it's i was like that's fucking weird and immediately i thought that was like a sign for tony so i kind of said to myself in the shower you know because i'm crazy and just talked to myself all day um i i like i think that was tony but i want to like i need a sign to like prove it so, I don't think that the other side in energies can always do things like that on command. And when I went to my parents' house later that day, Tony passed away a year or two years now, and, um, there's his box. Mind you, I go to my parents all the time. Harry's there. Just so happens this same day, I find like the card from the vet when I had to put him down and I open it up, and it's like his paw print. Now, I know vet offices do that, but what are the fucking odds that I saw that paw print bubble, immediately associated it with Tony, and then said, give me a sign, and I find his fucking paw print thing at my parents' house? Oh, man. So, I, if, if no one is a believer at this point, I don't know what to fucking tell you. If you've listened to my podcast episode... Well, if you listen to the first half of this, you probably think I'm on more drugs than just weed. But (laughs) if you pay attention to the second half of it. Um, So I know we're going to be wrapping it up soon. But I wanted to ask you, since this is the last episode of 2023, um, who would you say was your favorite guest or episode of Stony Baloney so far?
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: I know. I got to put you on the spot.
1: Um, that's a tough one because you've had some interesting people on, I would have to say, who is the one that you did a two-parter with your old friend that you just reconnected with? She was just on Melinda, Melinda. I liked Melinda and I also liked Imani, Imani. Yes. I think those, there there were two really, I mean, every, I'd liked everybody that you've had on the show, but I would have to say those two are my favorite too.
0: So Imani's younger than me by a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like 10 years, like 13 years, maybe something like that. Uh, so I feel our bond is, is like a, um, uh, like a, uh, like a 90s sitcom in a way, the way our energies bounce off of each other.
1: You're like a big sister.
0: Um, I actually ran into her at Wegmans the other day and, um, the, the, I was staring at her for the longest time and didn't even know I was looking at her. Like, I had just smoked a bunch of pineapples before I walked in. And um, in Wegmans, usually I get in, I do, like, a quick picture of where everything is, and then I just look at the ground the whole entire time so that I don't run into people. Um, but that day I fucking smoked so much and we ran into like 20 people within 20 seconds. It was like people were deeply closely friends with. And I was just like, we gotta go. Um, But I was was staring at her for the longest fucking time before I even like clicked that it was her. I don't know if it was my glasses or what. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Melinda, I love the spiritual level that Melinda and I have with each other. Um, she also sent me a video the other day of these lights that were. F- it wasn't just like a strobe light where it's like the two lanes of lights. It was completely foggy out, and it's in the Chai Lai Center area, so you have like all the lights from like Wegmans and Target and shit bouncing off the clouds because it's been mad foggy for some reason. Um, and these lights were just. Sh- shooting, it was like two, and it would be like, zoom, zoom, zoom. I know people listening can't see that, but <laughs> if I put my two hands up, like they're parallel from each other, palm to palm, and then they just shoot through the sky together, it's the fucking craziest shit. And my other friend, his family lives across the street, and they saw aliens there twice, apparently. His grandma or something saw them there twice. Wow. And it was. I have to send you. I have to show you this video. It's fucking nuts. Um, but I think. I think there that I saw that UFO in Chilai. So I think there is something in Lai or the airspace above us where we are that lines up with alien activity.
1: I believe it. I believe in aliens. That's one of the quote unquote conspiracy theories that I'm down with.
0: Well, they just proved at, it.
1: Oh, because well, the, the government said, yeah, we, we've we got some actual proof. Right?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: I don't believe anything the government says, even if it's something I want to know.
0: Did you yell at me for saying that earlier or no?
1: No, I didn't yell at you. <laughs> I did not yell at you.
0: I think we definitely should like do a whole dedication of Alien episode.
1: So I I do have I don't have personally I don't have an alien uh, story, but my brother does my older brother claims that he saw an alien a a ship come down This was in Long Island, New York. and That was when he was 12. So that would have been in the mid 70s.
0: That's awesome My I just my eyes like twitching like crazy all of a sudden (laughs) Um, did I ever tell my alien story on here? I feel like I did I can't remember. I'm not sure. Well, I'm super excited for the new year. I keep acting like this is the last episode. Um, I don't know why. Bye, like see you later. I don't know why I had that next year. Yes, it's next just, month. It's just the it's just the next month thing. Um, but I feel a lot more spooky stuff. Hopefully, a lot more guests this year. I do. I feel like I had a lot of my friends on this season just so people could get to know me. Um, and when I kind of go into my second season of Stony Baloney, I want to have more like professionals in the topics that I'm talking about. But yeah. I feel that this season was needed for people to get to know me and who I am. And But I would still like to have my friends come on for those episodes. So... Um, while we finish out this season over the next few months, I'm going to be mapping that out and those guests. So that's pretty exciting.
1: So I want to hear, I definitely want to hear more about your new business and more about your interest in conspiracy theories and aliens and some of that spirit stuff. I love that stuff.
0: I also have to get a cannabis person in here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know who's coming in today? Who?
1: Mr. S- Mr. Vanderwall. He's coming in at one fifteen to fucking, do his podcast.
0: I fucking messaged him today asking for gummies, and he actually said he was going to be here one to three.
1: Yeah, I have to get I have to get more gummies from him too. I should probably text him to see if he can bring them with, with today.
0: Dude, those gummies are my shit. Yep. The awesome. hash ones. The hash ones are the best. So order Vandy's um all right well thanks for joining me today scott
1: it's been a pleasure and and um it's been a great when did you start six months ago three months ago
0: i think we're eight podcasts in and i did one extra one time
1: well anyway it's been really fun working with you on this podcast and i'm looking forward to more
0: thanks bud i'm sure you will be on here with me a few more times too awesome Okay, peace out, stony balonies. Happy 2024, motherfuckers.